it, it's funny because it's like I always get nervous before the start and I shouldn't. No. Because I've done this plenty of times, but for some reason it's like it, it, the, the silence before the start always like really, I don't know, I, I, get, I get nervy for some reason. You should start playing music for yourself, hype yourself up. Like, like, <laughs> like everybody does. Yeah. Play I, your own intro. I could do that, you know, just put in some Bluetooth headphones and just kind of yeah. rock out and <laughs> I'll get pumped up. Yeah. But I don't know. But <laughs> we'll just get right into it. So. See what I mean? <laughs> it's like that <laughs> silence just kills me. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of the LO Gaming Podcast. Today we are going to be talking about the final piece of the puzzle that has finally been dropped into place so we have a full view, well, almost a full view of the entire picture of the next-gen landscape, and that is the final information on the release date, the price, and also, well, we didn't get pre-order information, (laughs) sadly. But we now know what the PlayStation 5 is going to cost, when it's going to come out, And we also know when the Xbox Series X and the Xbox Series S are coming out and what they're going to be priced at. And we also know when you can pre-order the Xbox systems. Joining me to do that, once again, I have brought back my good friend Tyler. How you doing, Tyler? What's up, everybody? Oh, he's excited. This yeah, time. I'm excited. <laughs> I, I might be this caffeinated beverage I have beside me. That <laughs> might be helping. What are you drinking there? It's a... Uh, Rockstar Recovery Energy Drink, lemonade flavor. Oh, okay. Just to be clear, we are not sponsored by Rockstar Energy Drinks. (laughs) Not yet, but we welcome it. Yeah. (laughs) I don't drink energy drinks of any kind, but uh, yeah, for Tyler's sake, he hopes hopes you do. But But anyway, yes. So the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X, you also have the PlayStation 5 Digital Edition, and the Xbox Series S. For the first time, we have more choices in picking what next generation console you want than we've than I, I can remember ever having. I mean, uh, nobody's going to be lacking for choice this yeah. generation. Yep, that's probably true. And. I was right on the price difference, though. Yes, uh, this is another reason why I wanted to have you back, because we had those predictions <laughs> yeah. back in uh, early difference. August. Yeah. So going back to those predictions, we had predicted four ninety nine for the PlayStation 5, the uh, normal disc version. And we also said that Xbox Series X would match the price. Well, that kind of got a little bit weird, because Xbox had all their information leaked out <laughs> by various news outlets and that kind of made things a little bit awkward for Xbox because they couldn't have a showcase. Well, they could have had a showcase, but they decided to not have any sort of showcase in response. And they just said, well, it's all a hundred percent correct information. We're just going to confirm it all. And yes, the Xbox series X is four ninety nine, and it will be coming out November 10th along with the Xbox series S which is going to be two ninety nine, which is pretty good 
really good deal. And basically going to be coming out the same day as the Series X. So Xbox fans have a choice to make there. Some are going to be uh, more obvious than others. A lot of the hardcore Xbox fans are going to be Series X all the way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just anybody on the fence or just light, light on cash or whatever, uh, they're probably going to go Series S. But there are some key differences between the consoles, and we'll get into that later. But um, now we did predict the PlayStation 5 Digital Edition. You predicted that it would be the three ninety nine. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and I went for uh, three for forty four. Yeah, fifty dollar difference between the two versions. Yeah, so you, you that, that was the one we differed on. Yeah, and um, you won. Uh, you won that part of the part of the uh, prediction. Great for that. You should give me your pre-order that you've gotten. Yeah, that. thankfully, um, uh, th- thankfully we didn't make a bet. <laughs> Note to self. That. Note to self. Bet on next generation release dates and prices. Yeah, but so in full, the PlayStation Five Digital Edition and also the PlayStation Five Disc version will be coming out. On November 12th. That is a day earlier than what we predicted there. That is, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if they were listening and just didn't want to. Probably. You know, stubbornness goes a long way. Like, oh, you think it's going to be that? Joke's on you, sucker. Well, we weren't on the only ones predicting that because some leakers were saying that it would be November 13th. But I think somebody in uh, somebody in uh, Sony or somewhere else probably is a little bit superstitious mm-hmm. and didn't want to release on a... Uh, Friday 13th. So, and I can, I can see how that's going. And so the other thing that I think is, uh, I don't know if I would call it important, but I think is kind of nice is that these consoles are releasing after election day. Mm -hmm. So all that stuff, well, will be, some people will be celebrating. Some people will be reeling over the election, but, um, either way, you'll be happy. Either way, people who play video games, They'll have something to relieve themselves with um, if they can get their hands on a console. That's the thing. Right. (laughs) So that leads us to um, just the the PlayStation pre-order debacle. And it's it. (laughs) How do you mess that up so bad? Oh, I don't know. But, dude, it's so frustrating. I've got stories for days, man. Yeah. Okay. So (laughs) I'll start with mine. So I was, uh, I was out working all day and wasn't able to get back, uh, in time to watch the showcase live and to get all the information, but I felt pretty secure that, you know, I'd be able to get pre-order because Sony, uh, Sony representatives said that pre-orders wouldn't be a surprise. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he said that, and why not believe him? You know, he was high enough in the company executive to be a part of that decision. And you think, well, why wouldn't they do that? You know, it's the decent right thing to do. Correct. Mm -hmm. Well, here we are. I get back from work and I'm talking to my nephew and asked him, so did you see the showcase? And he said, yeah. And he said, they're already taking pre-orders. I'm like, what? (laughs) And I didn't believe him. And so I was like, hmm. So I go upstairs, I do some research, and there's no real release date thing. And then I see a little uh, something online saying that officially PlayStation 5 pre-orders would start on the 17th, so the day after. So I breathe a little sigh of relief, and I'm like, 
Ah, so, okay. So I go get dinner. I come back upstairs, uh, just to watch the showcase, see what went down. And then I see out of the corner of my eye that Walmart was taking pre-orders. And where'd you see that at? I was just previewing some sites, uh. just looking at stuff. And it just popped up right in the corner of my notifications that I was like, Walmart taking pre-orders. I'm like, what? <laughs> so I check that out and I'm like, oh no. So I, I go to bestbuy.com. I go to all the digital shops trying to see if I can't uh, get a pre-order. Well, I go to the Best Buy shop because they sent me a notification. I think they were the only retailer to actually send out pre-order notifications beforehand. Hmm. So I got one of those, clicked on it, got it in my cart, and then the whole Best Buy site crashes. Yep. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh gosh, what do I do? So I go to GameStop. I went to Best Buy first because I thought GameStop, no chance there. I go there, they don't even have their pre-orders up yet. I'm like, okay. And I go there probably about 10 minutes later after checking Target and other places. And I go back to GameStop and they have their uh, PlayStation 5 page up. I click on it and I can't get just a lone console. I'm like, okay. And then I'm just thinking real fast. Oh, I should go for a bundle because that's the last thing people will probably go for because they're like me. They're probably struggling really hard just to get a console. And looking at the bundles real quick, I found a bundle uh, of, it came with an extra controller, came with Spider-Man Miles Morales, and it also came with a 12-month subscription, uh, PS Plus subscription, and Destruction All-Stars. So two games, a year uh, worth of uh, PS Plus uh, subscription, and an extra controller. I was going to buy another controller anyway. I was most definitely going to get Miles Morales. And my PlayStation PS Plus subscription was up in November anyway. So I'm like, well, that works out. The only downside was I, I had to eat Destruction All-Stars, mm -hmm. which you never know. I might get that game and find that it's the best thing ever yeah, made. You're going to geek out on it. You're going to be like, oh, I love it. <laughs> but, you know, I, mean, I hope that's the case. You know, I, I love it when games surprise you, right? Right. But all in all, it was a $749.99 bundle. And... Plus tax, so here in the state of Tennessee, that's close to 10% sales, ta sales tax. And so at the end, it was over $800. But I got everything I wanted except for one game. <laughs> did you, you get know? a headset? I did not get a headset, um, mainly because I don't need one. Mm. You know, uh, my, my current headset and mic setup will work with the PlayStation 5. So I don't really need to upgrade that. Uh, but you know, I might open up the console and go, I need to upgrade this. But even at that, it's not the end of the world. Nope. That's probably the easiest thing to get. <laughs> yeah. Because honestly, out of all the solutions for audio, um, the headset's probably nice, but there could be better options oh, yeah. for less money. You give it some time. The third parties will start making headsets yeah. that work. Yeah. But so I was fortunate enough to get that pre-order at GameStop and, um, I might not be getting it on release day. It might be two, three days um, later just because of shipping because mm -hmm. um, they don't do the same day launch shipping for everything uh, but the shipping was free so <laughs> I can't complain there uh, but you Tyler like many other people have suffered greatly <laughs> in, in, in this yes I have 
I suffered massively. So I didn't know about the, like, I didn't watch the showcase because I was right. working much like yourself right. during the day. And I was sitting on the couch and I got this text from a friend. He was like, PlayStation orders are live. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Let me, let me go see. As soon as I get on GameStop, it like the site crashed. I was like, are you serious? Mm-hmm. So I kept trying, kept trying, kept trying. Eventually the site loaded and then it told me everything was gone. I was like, okay, well, that didn't happen. I guess this is going to be competitive. So what time of the day was it? Uh, this was at night. So it was probably Six, seven, after eight, actually eight? after eight. Okay. Yeah. And they were still having sight, like people flooding it at right. that time. So I was like, okay, well, I guess this is going to be competitive. I guess there's not enough. I guess, you know, I'll get it next year <laughs> or something like that. Right. So I was partly like, okay, whatever. Partly like, dang it. <laughs> so, you know, that's how that goes. So I was like, okay, I'll just keep, I'll just keep an eye out, keep an ear out for what else may happen. Then I heard Walmart. That right. was going to be at Walmart. Went there. Oh, that's sold out. Too. Yeah. I remember okay. texting that information to you 30 minutes before they were going to go live. Yeah. And so um, Walmart, I could not have been faster at Walmart. Could right. not have been. I was sitting there like ready. Like I had my profile up. Mm-hmm. I had my payment method ready. I was like, okay, oh, here's the loading page. Here's the pre-order page. It's going to go live at nine. Okay. Here I go. Refresh, 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 refresh. It's live. Go, go, go. Boom, boom, boom. In the cart. Yes. Check out. Yes. Spin, spin. No. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. So it spun and spun and spun, flashing air, crashed the site. I was like, are you serious? I could not have been faster. Right. I could not have been faster. And then it reloaded and then it said they're all gone. Yeah. I was like, did you have two of them? What what happened here? So yeah, that was frustrating. Um Best Buy, I was able to add one to the cart, couldn't check out. Right. It didn't crash on me, but I couldn't couldn't check out. Uh Sam's Club. So I got oh, yeah. I got a notification. <laughs> you actually texted me texted me while I was at work and you said Sam's Club has memberships. I was like, I dropped a conversation I was in and I went <laughs> To my desk, and I was like, boom, boom, the other guy came over, he started talking, I was like, yeah, I hear you, hold on a second. <laughs> and, uh, um, <laughs> and so I loaded it into the cart, and I thought, oh my goodness, this is going to be fantastic. Went to check out, and it told me, you have to be a member to to complete this transaction. Right. I said, okay, not a problem, because it's in my cart right now, shouldn't be a problem. I get the membership, come back, hey, we're sold out. I was like, you could have told me that like 10 seconds ago, yeah. and I wouldn't have become a member to get this thing. But I was like, well, at least I have a Sam's Club membership. Yeah. I texted somebody's later that night. I was like, hey, guess what? Uh, <laughs> PlayStation, PlayStation 5 pre-orders went unavailable at Sam's. Guess what I got? And they're like, what? I said, a Sam's Club membership. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> that's how that went. That's a good one. Uh, so you literally were in the middle of a conversation. He said, hold that thought. <laughs> I guess yeah. You went back to your computer right. or wherever. Right. And yep. That's I how hope it was. wasn't anything important. <laughs> <laughs> so the important conversations that actually happened before that, I was okay, on my okay. way back to my desk and someone else was talking about the PS5. So oh, I was okay. explaining my previous frustrations. Okay. And then you had said this. And I was like, hold on. <laughs> I came over here. Yeah. It was perfect timing for disappointment. Well, now you can buy chicken wings in bulk. <laughs> so. I can and cheese balls in bulk. Well, there you go. So, you know, there is a bright side. Yep. So. Well, yeah, that Sam's membership should, I mean, it's pretty good value, even though you didn't get a P- PS5. Out. Yeah, but it's just a little bit of a sour taste. It's well, like, the only reason I have this is because I was trying for something else. That's but, true. I mean, we had talked about getting it anyway. That's mm-hmm. just the extra boost we needed to actually yeah, do just it. kick you through the door. Yeah, here, <laughs> let me do that. So. The moral of the story is don't pre-order from Sam's unless you already have a membership or unless you wanted to get a membership because you might be disappointed. Yeah. One thing that I think might have happened, and I haven't really checked eBay to see if anybody was putting up their pre-orders up for sale. I've heard, I've heard they have been. 
Yeah, but I know they have been, but I haven't checked what prices are, what, what the inflation on those prices are. But um, yeah, I I'm pretty sure that a lot of the woes do have to do with uh, you know AI bots buying consoles from these mm. sites because I don't know if you're familiar, but uh, on the PC uh, side of things, uh, the new NVIDIA uh, graphics cards were just put up for sale mm-hmm. uh, last week, this past week, and um, bots were just insane and people were just not able. And now the new video cards are going on eBay for just insane market prices uh like a gpu that's supposed to be 699 mm-hmm. is going for well over two thousand dollars well i mean and that would make sense too because you think about bots they don't have to wait for the ui to load they exactly. can go straight to the api yeah. and be like give me the stuff here's the data go mm-hmm. you know so you jerks yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> you bought jerks yeah but those woes aside you weren't the only one going through it but as sony said they they actually did apologize for the debacle, but uh, according to some retailers like GameStop and the Best Buys, Sony did a poor job of communicating with them when they were supposed to start selling things. Um, they've just been so Sony has been so tight lipped on their information. I mean, this is a little bit of information they really should have given retailers, yeah. saying we're going live next day. Do not start selling things until next day. Yeah. But I mean, I know Evans like they're they're probably thinking, okay, we don't want to start pre-orders uh, the same time that Xbox right. is doing their pre-orders, which is September twenty-second, so Tuesday, uh, this coming Tuesday uh, of this time of recording. So which, that means September- by the time this releases, pre-orders would be open. So really, September twenty-first is what we're talking about. Are they going to follow in Sony's footsteps there and be like September twenty-second, twenty-first? No, they've come out and they said this is the day, this is the time when pre-orders will go live. Well, it's always easier to be second, isn't it? Yeah, be like, ah, hey, let's learn from your mistakes. Yeah. Ha ha, we'll yeah. make fun of you, and then we'll do it better. Yeah, exactly. So basically. That's where Xbox, you know, even though they weren't able to get their price out second like they wanted to, uh, they definitely benefited from this whole debacle. Sure. <laughs> that that has been the pre-order process for the PlayStation 5. I wonder if, if the roles were reversed, if it would have been the same for them, though. This is the thing. I think if roles were, were reversed, from the rumblings that I've been hearing online, is that because of the leak and the confirmation from Xbox, that allowed Sony to price the PlayStation 5 um, at the 499 because the rumor was is that they were going to go higher mm-hmm. if they have gone first. And that would have given Xbox the entire opportunity to go, hey, Series X, more powerful and $100 cheaper, mm-hmm. you know, which would, would have been a big win for them. Uh, but because of the leak, it really kind of messed things up there. But it wasn't all... Um, it wasn't all sour grapes, though, for them. They were able to make some wine out of that. <laughs> I guess. And uh, <laughs> I guess, maybe. I should have said lemons, and they were able to make some lemonade. That would have been a better one. But, you know, <laughs> I don't even drink. I don't even know why I said that. But <laughs> <laughs> Something's on your mind. But, um, yeah, so, like I said, uh, retailers weren't very well communicated with. So nobody was telling them not to do it. Mm-hmm. And so I guess Walmart, and I don't understand why a retailer would be like, 
let's start taking pre-orders right now. Is it to get the hype? Because they, they should know how many PlayStation 5s they're going to get, mm-hmm. you know, and how many they're... I mean, I guess it's to make sure that people buy all of your stock before they buy somebody else's stock. But the demand was so high for this, for the for the PlayStation 5, that it just made no sense why somebody would be so worried about being first. Mm-hmm. When everybody was going to sell out anyway. You know? I'm thinking about some weird story about the IT guy at Walmart having a birthday party the next day and he wanted to not <laughs> handle it during his birthday party. He wanted to have that already taken yeah, care of. The so. one lone IT guy the that, one, that, that the is employed one guy. by Walmart. That's right. The <laughs> one the guy. only hire one. That's right. Only one. That's why their release was so terrible. Yeah. Only one. Yeah. Well, one one little note that's of interest is... Uh, the release uh, schedule for the PlayStation 5 is staggered. So we mentioned before that November 10th is going to be the release day for the PS5 in North America, but that's only in the U.S., Japan, Canada, Mexico, Australia, New Zealand, and South Carolina. Those are the only countries that and territories that are going to be getting the November 10th release for the PlayStation 5. Wait, what? You said U.S. and South Carolina? Uh, I did say South Carolina. South Korea. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I say South Carolina? Did we annex them? Did I miss that? <laughs> yes, we totally just shoved South Carolina out of the union. No. <laughs> no. But um, so, yeah, again, that's the U.S., Japan, Canada, Mexico, Australia, New Zealand, and South Korea uh-huh. that will be getting the PlayStation 5 on November 10th. Now, on November 19th, they listed rest of the world will be get will be uh, getting the release. So, it's kind of interesting that they're doing a staggered release there. Because uh, I mean, especially when you see all those countries uh for the early release date, um England is isn't isn't a part of that list. You know, all of Europe yeah, pretty much all of Europe is kind of shoved in that uh, November 19th um, release date. Did you say November 10th? I thought it was November 12th. No, you're right. That is November 12th. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm crossing my so, notes here. November 10th is the Xbox release. South Carolina gets on the 10th. Yeah, they, they get the Xbox on the 10th. <laughs> <laughs> now that I've confused everybody, including myself, <laughs> I am so sorry. <laughs> But I'm not fixing it. So, <laughs> switching from the PlayStation 5, going to the Xbox. Uh, Xbox Series X, same price as the PlayStation 5 disc version. But this is the biggest part that is the biggest difference between the two consoles is the Xbox Series S and the PlayStation 5 Digital Edition. Both are cheaper versions of their respective, you know, older brothers which is really can't say that for the playstation 5 but the biggest difference here is the series s price is 299 the playstation 5 digital edition is 399 so there's a hundred dollars difference there but at the same time there is a huge spec difference there as well where the playstation 5 digital edition it's a playstation 5 without a disc drive so you don't get in you don't get any of the you know Blu-ray playback or uh, playing any of your old PS4 discs that you might have laying around. It's all digital, but it's still the same guts as the PlayStation 5, except for one component. The Xbox Series S, though, differs greatly 
from the Xbox Series X, where it is drastically pared down in power mm -hmm. um, in in uh, terms of the GPU. So the way that Microsoft is advertising the Series S is they're saying that it can do everything that the Series X will do, but at lower resolutions. And but is the are those still above what their current gen is? It is actually. Okay, so you're still stepping up even if you're getting It's still lower. a next gen machine. It's just not a next gen 4K uh, 120 hertz machine. It is a 1440p um 120 hertz machine. But it's kind of interesting when you look at the specs because it's still sporting the same uh CPU as in the Series X. So Except for maybe about uh, minus 0.2 uh, in the clock and clock speeds of the chip. But the biggest difference, like I said, is the GPU and the RAM. So the amount of memory that the Series X has is 16 gigabytes of GDDDR6. And what the Series S has is only 10. So that's 6 gigabytes less. So that impacts things quite a bit right there. And as far as the GPU side goes, it is, it's pared down quite a bit. Uh, let's see if I can find in my notes real quick. Yeah, the, where the um, Series X is a 12 teraflop machine in their GPU category, the GPU for the Series S is clocked down to four teraflops. So does S stand for series suck or what, is it, what does that stand for? <laughs> I don't, I don't think it sucks, but I think it, it, it's a, it really tells you how much power you need to have to go 4k, yeah. you know, how, how much GPU power that actually, you actually need. So in all honesty, if, if this generation, this next generation stayed at 1080p, and just concentrated on frames, they wouldn't have had to have made such big GPU leaps in order to, you know, to run the machines uh, at higher frame rates. Mm -hmm. But because of the 4K leap, they really had to beef up the hardware because that's, I guess, that's the expected thing. I don't know if four, four, what 4K means to you. Is that something you consider important to your gaming? Ah, uh, not, I mean, it's, interesting it doesn't like it's not the end of the world like if i don't have 4k oh my goodness right because i mean after a while 4k content kind of hurts my eyes anyway mm -hmm. so i ended up having to scale it back because i'm like ouch is it because of the brightness or? it might be i don't know it's just it's very like everything is like brighter and more vivid yeah. and just it looks better yeah. but That's, over time it's just like okay yeah what I you're talking about right there is the hdr because yeah. the hdr in uh, 4k displays uh, boosts brightness like like a lighthouse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the thing about HDR, it doesn't have to be on a 4K screen. It can be on a 1080p screen. Mm -hmm. But I think because the natural idea is, you know, 4K, it's the next step in resolution. So right. we just need to keep on pushing the future in that way. And 4K adoption in TVs, I mean, you can still get 1080p TVs brand new uh, for pretty much dirt cheap now. But 4K TVs have been going down in price as well. And you can get some pretty big TVs for, you know, under $2,000. Which is so amazing because TVs used to be so expensive. Right. Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. You want a flat panel TV? That would be $1,000. Yep. Like, minimum for a little bitty thing. Mm -hmm. It's like, wow. It's it's crazy. You know, 
TVs used to be when you played games before giant tube things that like sat on the ground and, yeah, and they weighed 500 pounds and they weighed 500 pounds. They're almost, <laughs> they were furniture, right. <laughs> right? Those are the, those are the kinds of TVs we kind of grew up playing games on. And now mm-hmm. we got stuff on the wall. Yeah. It's just, it's crazy. Yeah. But because of the, the, the 4K-ness of everything going up, um, is that really the reason why these GPUs have to be so intensive? Because if this Series S gives you the same graphical experience as the um, uh, Series X, but just at lower resolutions, then, you know, why not go Series S, right? If 4K doesn't matter to you. So really, you can get into the next gen for two ninety nine, And especially if you don't have like a 4K TV or anything like that. I mean, it just seems like a no-brainer, right? Yeah, if you're an Xbox guy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even for people who are PlayStation guys, you know, if they were looking at the Xbox side of things and thinking, yeah, I would like to get an Xbox too. I mean, even for me, although I'd rather get a Series X, that if the Series S does everything that the Series X does at a lower resolution, I mean, I can... 1440p is actually really nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. You're not going to look at it and go, Ugh. Yeah. So... I, I mean, I don't, I don't see why anybody would be sticking their nose up at a three hundred dollar next gen console. It's always that like almost badge of prestigiousness, right? Like I got the X. Yeah, yeah, it is in a way. Yeah, it, I mean, if you've been saving money for it, then get whatever you want, right? Mm-hmm. But I mean, like you're saying, I wouldn't really put yourself out for that if you don't have the other stuff to support it. Mm-hmm. It'd be just fine. Yeah, I mean, it does. It is going to have all the features that the Series X has. It's going to have. Um, a variable refresh rate. It's going to have hardware ray tracing. Um, that's the thing that really surprises me the most about how the GPU is almost a third of the power of, of the um, uh, Series X GPU, and they're still saying it can do hardware hardware ray tracing. That, that's very impressive to me. But uh, it'll also take uh, have the Velocity Engine, which is their what they're calling um, uh, their architecture for their high-speed SSD. Uh, They're going to have quick resume, which you you can put five games in suspension and, you know, pop between them at any time at a very quick rate. And, you know, and also I think, and I think this is a a really good thing is smart delivery. And this is a big, smart delivery is a big difference between the PlayStation platform and the Xbox platform where Xbox has made a program to where if you're, last gen games you bought them on last gen if the developer opts into the smart delivery you can get the next gen version for free mm-hmm. you know and that's a really great program uh for people who are switching over and don't want to wait for to what to buy next gen game you know they can just oh i already have it <laughs> i bought the game as it is but playstation they don't have a program like that yet no, but I would expect them to get one, wouldn't you? Yeah, but the but the thing that I'm seeing is like you've already released, announced a whole bunch of stuff for release. Why haven't you re- announced a program like that yet? If it exists, it probably doesn't exist right now. Yeah, they're probably going. Oh, that's a good idea. Let's so, work on that. So really, that's another reason why going Xbox, if you're on the fence between the two, would make sense because you have that, and also the big thing that Sony doesn't have. That Xbox has is they have Game Pass, which is getting, which is which is very much becoming more and more of a great value. So, 
we might have talked about this last time, but explain the differences between Game Pass and PlayStation Now. Well, PlayStation Now, it kind of a, it, it's their streaming service, and, and they put all their games. Well, not all their games, but they put a vast majority of games on there, particularly uh, sometimes older games, sometimes newer games, sometimes games from third party. And that's a subscription fee. It used to be like $100 a year. Did it? I don't remember. I can't remember. It was pretty it was pretty up there and they had to reduce the price drastically because of Game Pass coming out uh, at the price that it was coming out at. And so Game Pass is basically the same concept. It's just that Xbox is putting all of their games, old and new, on the service. It's not a streaming service. You actually download the games to your console, uh, much like how PlayStation Plus works for the games they give you. And you can download them, play them as much as you want, delete them, grab them again as long as you're a Game Pass subscriber. Uh, and so they work very similarly. I think you can download the games over PlayStation Now. Can you? As well. I didn't think that was a thing yet. I, I thought you were able to. Well, the thing about Game Pass, they have a larger selection of third-party uh, developers participating in the Game Pass. So like... Destiny 2, for instance. That's on Game Pass. So you can download that and just play Destiny 2. Uh, I I know a bunch of other games are getting on Game Pass on launch day, uh, on the launch of those games this year. Um, Like I know Ubisoft is participating with a lot of um, uh, in Game Pass. So that might be the difference then. Is it sounds like PlayStation Now is almost like an archive of games, yeah, of past games where Game Pass is like, hey, this other thing is coming out like next week. It's exactly. gonna be it's gonna be on Game Pass. Exactly. So you can play it. Yeah, so it's like you get all the new games yeah. as they're released. Yeah. like uh, right now, uh, I believe Assassin's Creed Valhalla is a part of that program. So you don't really have to buy that game if you don't want to. It's on Game Pass. You can just go ahead and start playing it if you're on Game Pass for fourteen ninety nine a month. Which is probably going to save you money in the long run because games are like 70 bucks now. Yeah, Some of yeah, them are. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that point in a little bit. But uh, yeah, but not only that, but Game Pass is also giving you EA Play uh, as a part of that subscription now. And uh, you'll have the game streaming service called X- xCloud, which is for Xbox. And then you have your Xbox Live Gold subscription, which is... The subscription that lets you play online, uh, online games. So you, you have to have a Game Pass and a Gold to get like online to play a game that's on Game Pass online. You have to have two memberships. Well, actually, it's all just one membership. Fourteen ninety nine will get you that Gold membership. Oh, okay. So it's all crammed into one. And EA Play service is four ninety nine a month or twenty nine ninety nine a year. So having that dropped into that fourteen ninety nine uh, membership is pretty good (laughs) they're throwing you a lot of things and they're really pushing that because really and this is part this is another part that's missing out of the puzzle we don't know exactly what xbox's launch lineup is going to be you know where we kind of have an idea of what sony's is they uh they just didn't unveil their console and information they have an act that an actual games showcase which is that's what everybody wants to know what Mm -hmm. am i going to be playing Mm mm-hmm yeah, I'm paying all this much money for a console. What am I going to be playing? And they made some pretty interesting reveals. So, 
uh, I guess we'll bounce back to PlayStation in that regard and just talk about some of those reveals. I think some the biggest reveal out of that is Final Fantasy 16 mm-hmm. being announced. Yeah. Yeah, Final Fantasy is a huge um, franchise, and I wasn't expecting them to to release any information on Final Fantasy 16 this year at all. And for them to be aligned with Sony as the console exclusive, and it's going to be coming to PC apparently, but you can't play that on Xbox Series X or or an S. I mean, that's 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 a big deal. Yeah, and that's where Sony takes it like from last generation too is like their exclusives is the what gave them the edge over everything else right and if if they ever lose that they're not going to be sitting pretty anymore well the fact that sony you know it's like you said it perfectly right there if they lose their ability to put out first top rate Mm -hmm. games from their own studios or align themselves with certain franchises that they may or may not own yeah um i mean that that's getting that that get that gets butts in seats. Yep. You know? And basically we're seeing Xbox struggle because of the fact that they could not get their first party studio uh output to match Sony. Yeah. Or even to match Nintendo <laughs> for that matter. Uh and we know how often Nintendo releases a game. Yeah. I mean, it's like it takes them what five years to put out a new Zelda. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, no Zelda for this generation. <laughs> Wait for the next generation, and, you know, things like that. But um, yeah, I mean, if if Xbox did have the exclusives pumping out, and they were all big, perfect score games throughout the entire Xbox One generation, Xbox definitely would not be. I don't know if they'd be pushing the Game Pass thing or you know being so consumer friendly with the uh, with their strategy uh these days i think they'd probably be more consumer friendly but than, than what sony has been but i don't think they would be as generous as what they appear to be right now because their position would be drastically different mm-hmm. you know the messaging would be incredibly different if they were neck and neck in sales you know but as far as dollars and cents go they seem to be doing pretty good just from a physical console sold and in homes. They've just really been lagging behind, which is why they haven't really been talking about how many Xbox ones have been sold in lifetime. So, <coughs> but yeah. Uh, so we do know a little bit about what's going to be available on PlayStation five launch. Uh, I believe it will be Spider-Man Miles Morales. That will be launch day. Mm-hmm. Sackboy, a big adventure. That's launch day. Uh, Demon Souls. That's been confirmed as launch day. I think that's the one that most hardcore gamers are most excited about because everybody loves uh, the Souls type types games. They're very popular. And uh, Destruction All-Stars. That's another one. And, of course, the Call of Duty is going to be a long PlayStation 5 launch day. That's been confirmed. Uh, and then there'll be a bunch of, um, and this is, goes, this is the same for Series X or Xbox in general, that a lot of the third-party games uh, that have already been released uh, between now and when those consoles come out, uh, if they do have PlayStation 5 or Xbox Series X or Series S versions, uh, they'll be there at launch obviously but but yeah no 
not knowing what exactly Xbox is going to have at launch day, that that would be like theirs alone now that Halo Infinite isn't going to be there. Mm-hmm. You got to wonder, will the Xbox Series X see the rampage of pre-orders that the PlayStation 5 got? It's a, it's a hard one to say, right? I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah, because I do believe that the um, that the demand for the Series X is high, but is it as fever pitched? Now that know. Halo has been delayed, I mean, there's got to be some hardcore Xbox fans out there that aren't oh, yeah. even looking at anything Sony because they've already made up their mind. Right, they're going to Xbox. I'm kind of the same way with with PlayStation. Right, right. I, I'm hearing what you're saying. Like Xbox has these cool things, but I've already kind of made up my mind. Mm-hmm. Like that's where I'm going, and I'm sure there's people that are just like that. Right, that are going to go Xbox and flood everything that way. What you get is it's kind of like election thing stuff too. Ugh. People are going to go one way, people are going to go there, and then some people are going to flex, right? So that's just how that's going to go. We'll see if there's enough to crash everything or if the pre-notice is enough for people to beef up and mm-hmm. get ready for the influx. I just can't believe sites are still crashing with the way, like the cloud world we live in now. It's like, yeah. why is your stuff not load balancing and auto scaling? Why are you not doing that Yeah, to keep up with the demand because there's still more people than there are servers in the world. <laughs> well, that's where virtualization comes into play, but that's just not a cloud talk. So. <laughs> <laughs> which is, which is a uh, part of what your profession. Involves yeah. With, so. Right. Yeah. That's what, that's where you're coming from there. So he's not just talking out of his butt. There are ways around this. <laughs> yes. But anyway, so that leads us to the, the next thing is not just games, but the price of games. Already we've been seeing, like before all of this happened, we were seeing games being listed as um, $69.99 for next-gen versions. Like uh, EA, they've listed some of their games, uh, specifically their Madden and FIFA games, will be going up $10 for the next generation. And they've even released like certain uh, current-generation bundles that say if, if you pay this $69.99 for the current gen, you'll get the next gen upgrade or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or if you buy the previous gen version, you'll be, you'll be able to get, um, if, if you, if you get the previous gen version, uh, if you up- upgrade or something, you'll be able to download the next gen version. If you download it before this date, something like that. But I don't know. EA has been really confusing. Activision has been really confusing about how they're doing it mm-hmm. since they're not participating in um, smart delivery uh, on <clears throat> on the Xbox side of things. But since PlayStation doesn't have uh, an upgrade path specifically or program, it muddies the water even more. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but now that we actually see first party Sony games being listed for the sixty nine ninety nine we can pretty much guarantee that the next generation is going up $10 in price for, for games. Mm -hmm. Uh, so like Spider-Man, the launch version of miles Morales, if you just get the miles Morales game, it's 49 99. Okay. That's cool. But they're selling a bundle with the previous Spider-Man game and miles Morales together for 69 99. No, do those games play off each other? Do they follow each other in any kind of way? They do. They do. Yeah. Uh, Miles Morales pretty much takes place very shortly after the events of uh, Amazing Spider-Man. Okay. So 
So if you've never played The Amazing Spider-Man or never finished it, maybe you want to finish it or go ahead and play it so you can be a little bit up to speed or just re- read a spoiler cast I, or something I did, like that. I did finish it, but I don't, I don't have to play it again because so much has happened since then. Well, if you want to play it again on your PlayStation 5, there's a bundle just for you for $70. <laughs> but in that in that case, you're getting two games for 70 bucks. Yeah. Which is pretty nice, seeing how the Just the Morales, Morales section is $49.99 on its own. The funny thing is about that game is, if you ask my wife, she would tell you I hated it. <laughs> At the end of it, though, I'd tell you, I like that game. She'd yeah. be like, really? I couldn't tell. Because right. you you, know, you have to get the combinations right. Like, it's very much like a button masher type thing. If you don't get it right, you're going to die. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times I'd be like, ah, dang it. I hate this game. I hate it. And then she'd be like, yeah. And at the end, I was like, I love it. She's like, what? <laughs> you could have fooled me. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but with, um, uh, Games going up in price. There are some games that are not going this, going the uh, $70 route. Uh, like Sackboy, A Big Adventure. That's actually going to be on PS4 as well. Mm-hmm. So it's sticking to $49.99. Uh, Demon's Souls is listed as $69. The Call of Duty is $69.99. Destruction All-Stars is $69.99. Um, and it's it's funny though when I went to Walmart to look at the prices there to see what they had up for pre order, uh, they had Destruction All Stars listed for fifty nine ninety nine. I was like, oh, that's weird. And when you actually clicked on the um, uh, on the game to go to the page, it corrected itself and said sixty nine ninety nine. Ah, but you know, but not knowing much about Destruction All Stars, I mean, you look at that initially, you think that, that game just doesn't seem like it's a seventy dollar game. No. But, you know, you, since we don't know anything about it, maybe when we play it, maybe we'll go, okay, I can see why it's $70. But on first impressions, it just doesn't give it's you It's going to take so long to get feeling. used to that. Like, it, there's a $10 difference, but it feels like that's the world. <laughs> yeah, there's already like, a big argument over, you know, what do you mean you charged me $60 for this? Yeah. You know, there's hardly enough gameplay here or this or that. and Or you're microtransactioning me to death right <laughs> and, the, and this is a full price game i don't get it so that argument is only going to get louder right yeah well i mean the market will adjust itself either people will play it or they won't right. and then the prices will adjust accordingly yeah if we're not selling any okay let's lower the price right. and that'll work itself out it's just the fact that we're starting to, to go down this route is a little like okay yeah. so that leads me to a sub conversation here where do you think we might see a certain tiered level for certain games oh yeah that makes so you think that, we're like that the, makes a lot of like the last of us three if already, it ever happens gonna be 70 dollars. so they already do that though they have like um the collector's editions the right. gold editions the standard editions that's true the game of the year editions they already do the tiered thing right they up the price and they up the value yeah. or the perceived value yeah they yeah but do you think they're gonna do that with standard versions of games yeah yeah, I think they're gonna think there's gonna try to adjust that because, because we do kind of like you said we do kind of already have that something mm-hmm. like Overcooked, thirty bucks on PlayStation Store, brand new, you know, or or Rocket League going free to play this week. Um, but when it first came out, it was free on PlayStation Plus, and then it was like uh, thirty bucks or forty bucks uh, after that uh, initial month. Um, but yeah, do you think we're gonna see even more tiers? come up where it's like oh we have the $30 game we have the $40 game we have the $50 game and the $60 game and now we have the $70 game yeah i don't see why not yeah i, I mean i think that's 
that's probably where it's going to go. Because I feel like there's going to be a lot of, like, I'm not paying $70 for a game right. out there. Like, yeah. especially in today's world, all the stuff that's going on right now, it's like, I'm not right. paying $70 for a game. You right. lost your mind. Right. So we'll see how that works. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's going to have to be a lot more value and a lot more time to play yeah. that comes out of these games. Yeah. It is going to be interesting to see what happens, um, especially how Nintendo prices their games. Because mm-hmm. you can you know, imagine more Nintendo games being sold because they're cheaper than everybody else because they're on the Switch. Yeah. You know? I mean, they're not going to be getting the next-gen ports like they've been getting um, with PS4 and Xbox One ports um, because, well, <laughs> you know why. <laughs> but I still, like... I. We talked about this before. I keep Nintendo kind of separated in my mind. Like, mm-hmm. they don't really compete with the other two. Yeah. Like, I play them for different style of games right. that only they can really do. Right. Like, those cartoony-looking games. Mario, yeah. for example. Right. Right? No yeah. one else can get a Mario-type game. Yeah. I go for you for that. Yeah. You know, if I'm going to play, like, Zelda, I'll play, you know, that's a Nintendo thing. But if I'm going to play, like, uh, say, if God of War was, or Call of Duty is a good example. It's It's on the switch too right or at least it used to be on like the Wii and all yeah, that stuff they, they did make separate Wii versions yeah and the Wii version i remember being just like oh this is gross looking yeah it wasn't even the same game so yeah so those kind of games like big blockbuster type games i'm gonna go to a sony or a microsoft to play right. i'm not gonna go to the nintendo right because they're just not gonna be there no and even if they were they wouldn't be really i wouldn't want to play it there yeah I, go, I mean really if i had a choice of playing like let's take the witcher 3 for instance mm-hmm. uh, it's on switch it's a really nice port. It really is. But um, if I have a PlayStation 4, an Xbox One, or even a PC, um, why would I play it on Switch right. when I have it on those platforms? Exactly. And the only other appeal is the fact that I can take the Switch anywhere. Yeah, but sometimes that's not enough, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that is an appeal for some things and for some games because you can lay in, lay in bed and have it in your hand and it's you know, roll over and go to sleep or yeah. something afterwards. Yeah, but, I can imagine, you know, being someone like who lives in a place like Tokyo or New York or anywhere where I have to take mass transit, uh, like take an hour long train ride somewhere on a daily basis to work or something where something like the switch would be like highly desirable. Right. So there's know? use cases for it. But if I have the option, I'm definitely not going to use it first. Right. If for certain games, if I have options on other platforms. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's definitely a, def- a good point right there. But one thing that's very interesting that I think is that Ubisoft, they're not marking up their games, next gen or pre or, or current. So they're sticking their prices at fifty nine ninety nine for now. So the next Assassin's Creed, the next Far Cry, which is a next year game, and. Um, Pretty much all their games are sticking at fifty nine ninety nine for the foreseeable future, which they're taking a wait and see approach to see if the uh, if uh, the sticker price goes up and it gets accepted. Mm-hmm. So they're trying not to look like the bad guys, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, unlike an EA or a Take Two or or Two K Games or anybody else or Activision, you know, game companies who are clearly out there to make money. Sure. So, yeah. If they weren't making money, which, they wouldn't do it. Nothing wrong with trying to make money, but what's wrong is cheating people out of that money or trying to wring every last penny out well, of it. Well, I mean, if they weren't making money, they wouldn't do it. Exactly. The games wouldn't be made. Yeah, exactly. So, 
But, and also if we weren't paying, they wouldn't be trying to ring us out either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they would be trying different, different things. But yeah, it'll, it'll remain to be seen how the price of games, uh, if they kind of flirt with that $70 mark or if it becomes $59.99 is the standard, but there are games that come out at the $70 range. Kind of like when cartridges were the main, um, uh, the main form of getting your games mm. because uh looking back at at you know old holiday catalogs that i've kept looking at uh, the price of like mario brothers 3 80 bucks uh mortal kombat 83 on super nintendo um uh, a game boy 90 dollars, stuff like that you know all the games and the cartridges just varied drastically mm. like brand new games between other games even though they were on the same platform pricing just wasn't it, it wasn't standardized hmm. you know it was the same thing for uh nintendo 64 cartridges you know uh, some games would come out cheaper or more expensive depending on how much memory they used in the cartridge you know <laughs> so it'll be interesting how, how, if, to see how things stabilize mm-hmm. you know but yeah it's 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 going to be very interesting to see just the adoption rate uh, of the consoles as well. Obviously, the PlayStation 5, there's a huge high demand out there for it. It's hard to tell what the demand is for the Xbox Series X or the S, um, just because the hype just not, it, it isn't with them. Yeah, now I heard something, and you can maybe confirm if it's true, that when the PS4 launched, there was 11 million in the US alone. Mm-hmm. And then now I've heard that PS5, there's only 6 million worldwide. Is that true? Well, the the rumor, uh, according to the PlayStation 5, uh, the rumor went around by Bloomberg um, that they reported that they were having a hard time uh, with um, uh, CPU yields, you know, uh, the amount of uh, processors and GPUs they could, they could produce. They weren't producing them as, as well as they were wanting, so they were having a hard time sourcing uh, those parts for the PlayStation Five, so they had to scale back the ten million, uh, the, the ten million systems to buy four million. Well, Sony has come out and said that is not true. So there is ten million that are being made for this launch, worldwide or U.S. Worldwide. Mm-hmm. So that's 10, 10 million to go across uh, several billion people that are <laughs> that that might be interested in buying a PlayStation Five. Um, now, the thing that we don't know, we don't know the split between how many of them are disc versions and how many of them are digital, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, are, is it 50-50? Is it 40-60? Is it 70-30? We don't know. It could be 90-10. We, we, we just don't know what that split is, and we probably never will know. Mm-hmm. But um, for the PlayStation 4, when they released um, the PlayStation 4 for pre-order, they, uh, there were a million pre-orders made um, for the PlayStation 4. And I could not find the number of how many PlayStation 4s they made for worldwide launch. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't find that number. All I know is that in the U.S., uh, they on launch day, they sold over a million. So right now, I, I couldn't find any information of how many pre-orders have been made for the PlayStation 5 uh, because they're just not out there yet. Mm-hmm. So when we see how many consoles get sold 
in um, uh, on November twelfth, then we'll know how many they've actually made. Because obviously, if they sell sell ten million consoles on launch day, then we'll know they made ten million. <laughs> you know, but um, to think that they sold a million uh, PlayStation fours back in twenty thirteen, and now we're here in 2020 and they're and then they're multiplying that by 10 times that much i mean that's crazy mm-hmm. you know i mean that just tells you the popularity of sony and the playstation but not only that but just how big the gaming community has grown right you know well i know back in 2013 i wasn't able to purchase a system at launch right like that was a big deal to mm-hmm. spend 500 bucks to drop on a system well it was 400 bucks for the ps4 well 400 bucks four to five well plus all the extra stuff and yeah. tax by, and all by that the stuff. time of it you probably spent 600 700 right dropping that it was just like oh my goodness that's too much I'm now spending five, i'm spending eight over 800 right now now <laughs> Now, you know, as life goes on, it's like, okay, I, I've saved for this since last year because I knew it was going to come out this year. Right. So let me put that away. So slowly it's like, okay, I am in a position to buy. So I bet there's other people out there that are like that too, which mm-hmm. might be accounting for that. Like, oh, we Could know be. this generation of people is coming up now that may not have been able to purchase it in 2013, but now may be able to. So maybe that, maybe they've done some research in, into that and they kind of know their market. Yeah, the fact though that this uh, that's like during this year, the pandemic, the recession that we find ourselves in, that they're still expecting to sell that many consoles. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really is nuts when you think about it. Yeah, you know, right. And at a five hundred dollar um, asking price for the disc version, twenty thirteen, Xbox comes out and mentions five hundred dollars for the Xbox One. Everybody are like. Okay, okay, I see you. I'm not totally excited, but I understand. <laughs> and then PlayStation comes out three ninety nine, undercuts them by a hundred dollars, and everybody's losing their minds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I mean, it's kind of interesting. Just I think people are a little bit more savvy about tech, so they kind of understand what the amount that tech costs when mm-hmm. it comes out. Especially since you, there are some people buying new phones every other year that are well over $2,000. Yeah, no. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's funny. You'll you'll spend well over $2,000 for your phone, but when it comes to buying a new couch or something, you wouldn't fathom spending $2,000 <laughs> on a really nice couch or dining table or something, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yep. I won't spend $2,000 on a phone. Yeah, I mean, it's like so many people are spending so much money on small little devices that were probably they're spending more money on that device than they did their very first car. <laughs> I mean, phone, phones in general, though they're expensive. Like you pay for them monthly, but still, phones are yeah. They, the overall price is yeah, up there. They're expensive. Yeah, I mean, I when I when I upgraded my phone, I didn't go on a payment plan. I just paid for it outright. Yeah, and I bought a refurbished return. It really wasn't refurbished. It was just returned because somebody didn't get the right color they wanted for their birthday. So that knocked the price down like over $300. Yeah. So I was it, like, I'll take that one. <laughs> it sounds like the uh, tech guy at Walmart was disappointed last year. He didn't get the right color phone for his birthday. <laughs> but yeah, this was at the Best Buy when I when I bought it. I was like, I was like, well, hey, I'll, I'll, I'll take it. They just have to call it refurbished because it was returned and being resold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it hadn't even been powered on. I'm like, 
Thank you. All right. Then. For not wanting blue, because I'm perfectly fine with blue. I'm going to put a case on it anyway. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah. So the big next question I have for you is, did you even look at trying to get a digital version when you couldn't even find no, a disc version? No. It just wasn't an option uh-uh. for you? No. I'll wait. Yeah. I, I'm going to try to do everything I can do to get the one that I want. But if I can't, I'll wait. Mm-hmm. That's just, just how it is for me. Okay. If I can't get it, that that stinks, but I'll I'll just get it whenever I can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that seems to be the sentiment that I that I run into with a lot of uh, people wanting to get PlayStation Five. Is I ask them if you can't get a PlayStation Five disc version, would you be willing to do the digital version? And the biggest reason why is because for many people who play games, they have a lot of discs laying around even though digital sales and everybody's going more and more digital these days, mm-hmm. especially since they can't get go out to buy their games. Um, they're just downloading more. Mm-hmm. And so, so the biggest thing, and this is for me, and this is probably for you too, is that I have a lot of uh, games still on disc. And yeah. if I want to play them on my PlayStation five, I'm going to need that disc disc drive. Right. Yeah. And it also goes back to, we had this conversation before is you can get whatever game is cheaper. Is it cheaper digitally? Or is it cheaper disc based? Yeah. Buying a used game versus buying a brand new one is right. Pretty nice. <laughs> and I know it's a weird thing to say cheaper because we're con- talking about spending upwards of $800 on these right, things, right, right, right. but still if, <laughs> it's that satisfactory first of knowing problems. first world. Yeah, absolutely. First world <laughs> problems, but it's that satisfactory of knowing I get a good deal in this game. Yeah, I can pay. Plus, it it gives more people who want to maybe give you gifts for your birthday, like you know the Walmart tech guy or Christmas. That's true because if they do give you the wrong game, you can always return it and exchange it. Or yeah, like it, it, more opportunity like that, and I just think it's it offers more freedom too. Right. So and it's a 4K Blu-ray player. Yeah, you so, don't have one of those. No, I don't. And you so, have all these 4K TVs in your house. I have one. I have one 4K TV. <laughs> Very nice 4K TV. Yeah. First world problems, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I just I like the I want I like the idea of the disc base, mm-hmm. and maybe I'm a little old school in that thinking. Um, I just like it. Yeah, I think people uh, when it comes to their media, um, outside of music, I think when it comes to and movies, when it comes to games, people really like ownership. Yeah. Something. Also, what happens with my old consoles? They end up going to a kids' room for a blue for a DVD or Blu-ray player, mm. so they can watch like Peppa Pig. Right. Most often is right. like they'll put that in there, Elmo or something on on disc. Put right. it in, put it in there. Like we've talked about putting my PS4 in the living room to use it as a DVD Blu-ray player. Right. So. I like the idea of being able to do that with each generation like and move it. I love the flexibility, absolutely. And to me, that's worth it to have that. Yeah. And I think that's a sentiment on the uh, Xbox side too. But I bring that up because of just the topic of backwards compatibility in general. It's or, it's now been officially confirmed by Jim Ryan, the head of PlayStation, uh, that the PlayStation 5 is only PS4 backwards compatible. Does that matter to you? Uh, no. And it's not really that shocking, too, because there is a big architecture difference between the PS3 and PS4 yeah. already. So, I mean, it, no, and I don't, I don't really have a lot of PS. I actually just sold my PS3. So, oh, really? Yeah, uh, not too long ago. So I don't have actually any PS3 games anymore. Okay. So, but I do have a lot of PS4 yeah. games that I'd like to still be able to play. Yeah. 
So for 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 me and a lot of people that that I'm friends with that are much older than you, they still have a lot of PlayStation One games lying mm-hmm. around. I even have PlayStation One games still lying around. I have PlayStation Two games lying around. Uh, I even have my PlayStation Three still because I do have PlayStation Three games lying around. Though I don't imagine ever pulling out my PlayStation Three to actually play them. That's not the point, though. You but like the idea of being able to. I like that flexibility, like I said. And this is uh, this is the part where I think Xbox has a big advantage over Sony is that pretty much Xbox Series X and S, well, more the X than the S, they're backwards compatible with every generation of Xbox game out there. Uh, now, the S isn't because it can't take discs. <laughs> right. So that's that's a big boundary right there if you're wanting to play uh, your old copy of Knights of the Old Republic. But um, when it comes to you know the Series X, having that flexibility of having all that back catalog uh, outside of Game Pass, mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's really impressive. That is nice. And it would be nice if Sony did that, but it, I mean, to me, yeah. it's okay. Yeah, and for many people, that is a big selling point. Being that, on I could Xbox. see that, sure, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, even though Xbox doesn't have uh, the first party games to be playing this time around, they still have a lot of games to play from their back catalog. Uh, Like for me, being somebody who's been primarily PlayStation, even though I have an Xbox One, I could have played Xbox One games on. If I got a Series S and got Game Pass, I could catch up on all those first party games I missed. Mm Mm-hmm. And that right there, that's actually quite appealing to me because when you think about the games you're going to be playing on PlayStation 5, I mean, obviously you're going to run out of stuff to play eventually. Right. I uh, I don't have the time to catch up on all the past games. Yeah. Like, I yeah. just don't. I've got other things going on in life that it's just like I want a nice experience when I go to play a game. Yeah. I want it to look good. I want it to feel good. I want to be engaged in it. You know, and if I want to go back just one generation, like Uncharted 4, for example, now they, right. there's some things that they're going to make it available on PS5, but I have the disc-based version of it mm-hmm. and some other games that are like that. If I want to play those and put it in, put it in, I like that idea. Right. Because I just like those games. Yeah. And I don't have a lot of time to go back and play all the backlog of games, but going forward, when I do have time to play a game, I like to sit down and enjoy a nice, good experience. Right. So. Yeah. Well, I will say this. Uh, with the Xbox side of things, um, they're making a, even though they're not, they, they don't have Halo Infinite this year and it doesn't look like they're going to have much in the way of first party, just exclusives right out of the gate. Uh, I would say that anybody wanting to buy an Xbox series X or an S at this point, I don't think they're going to regret that purchase one bit because I think their patience is going to be very much rewarded just because of what they have in horizon uh, on the horizons. They have all those new studios. They're probably going to be buying more studios mm-hmm. next two to three years. You're going to start reaping the rewards from that patience. Mm-hmm. And with game pass, I mean, you're not going to have to spend an arm and a leg to play third party releases if they're on game pass and, and just the backwards compatibility all the services. Like you said, it's also a 4k Blu-ray player, just like the PlayStation five. I mean, I don't, I mean, unless you need the disc drive, I don't see why you wouldn't go series S if you're tied on cash too. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, really 
that that lets you that, that makes me think is like what if we just made it a 1440p generation and then it's and then we're looking at like this generation being uh the 299 across the board you know i mean i don't think anybody would have been really that disappointed if it was 1440p max mm-hmm. and but you can like get like 200 frames per second you know cuz i think i think when you ask anybody is 4k that important to you i think most people would say no mhm it, it's nice it's yeah. it's appealing for a little bit but it it's not the end all be all mhm yeah yeah it really is for me i'd rather have more frames personally because i've seen what high frame rate looks like on a game and how that affects your gameplay and i mean it's just different and it does and even though you might look at it and see that it doesn't affect especially in competitive games if you think it doesn't affect your performance if you go from a 30 frames per second game competitive to something 60 to a to a, over 100 i mean your reaction times the way you see things the way you're just doing things is just you find that you get better mm-hmm. i mean it's just it's just crazy. Yeah, and I tend not to really play competitive games anymore just because I don't want to spend the time to get better at them. Well, yeah, and, you know, that's just, you don't want to get, you, you don't want to spend the time to get sweaty. <laughs> yeah, because I've got other things to focus on, and I just, I don't. Yeah, and when you're super not, competitive like you are. It, yeah, it'll suck me in, and then yeah. I'll be like, ah, yeah. I've got to do, I've got to study this other thing, I've yeah. got to learn this other thing, and then because... I chose a field that's always changing, right? Mm-hmm. So I have to keep up on the latest tech. And it's like, I don't have time to be competitive at that game because this is where I want to focus. Because if I don't do this, I can't buy games anyway. Right. So that's, I tend to not play competitive games that yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's just this, this generation has just been so wonky just from the how the year has gone and how they've decided to leak to just put out information this year. I mean, we didn't have our traditional E3. We didn't have our games comms, the places where you would traditionally get your unveils. Yeah. Um, it's just nothing but, it was just nothing but leaks and rumors for end on end. And in the end, it was a leak that busted the whole thing wide open. I guess it was the straw that broke the camel's back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, at this point I'm like thinking, you know, from now to release, what is everybody going to be talking about? What is everybody going to be releasing now that almost like the gag order has been removed? Okay, we can talk about this uh, PlayStation 5 game or this Xbox Series X game or things like that. Well, they mentioned God of War Ragnarok. They did. They and mentioned that, that was probably the biggest announcement out of that showcase they did was the fact that not only is it does it exist, but it's slated for next year. Mm-hmm. But when? <laughs> Don't know. And there wasn't really much about it either. It's just like you heard a voice. It was, it was a logo. Like, yeah. You heard, you heard Kratos talking and then yeah. you saw the logo and it was like, yay, yeah. show me more. Over. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah, you would expect that if we get uh, an E3 next year that there'd probably be a big trailer for it then we find out that it's been delayed and <laughs> sure yeah but you know if they've been working on it since the the since god of war the last god of war was released they would have had three 
three and a half years to work on it. Which the last God of War was really good. Yeah. I really and liked it. They didn't they don't have to worry about, okay, how do we get this to work? Because they already have all the pieces put together to put the game together. So of course it wouldn't take them as long. And it seemed like they had a pretty good idea of where they wanted to go. Mm-hmm. Uh go with uh with the story and the gameplay after um that game ended. So it'll be interesting to see uh what happens there. And not only that, but they announced the PS Plus collection. Yeah. Which is That's... kind of which is really interesting. Uh so the PS Plus collection for people who don't know, if you are a PS Plus subscriber, when the PlayStation 5 comes out, you're going to get um I think close to 20 games like right out the gate that you can download for your PlayStation five. And, um, most of those games I, I've already, I already, already own. Um, but some of them I don't, but, uh, like, but some of them are kind of mysterious to me. It's like battlefield one. I don't know why that's not on the, why that's on the list. Maybe because it was really popular, but why not battlefield five? Because that was the latest, Mm. latest in, in I don't know. But then there was back Batman Arkham Knight. We both played that. Uh Bloodborne. That's that's out there. D- Days Gone. You still haven't finished that. No. <laughs> well, uh now you can play it on your PlayStation 5. <laughs> yeah, the way I'm going with it it might be that. Yeah. yeah. But Detroit Become Human, Fallout 4, Final Fantasy 15, the uh, the previous 2018 God of War. Um Infamous Second Son. Good game, by the way. Yeah, I really like that game. Monster Hunter World. That that was that 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 one that I'm actually surprised is on this list. Mm-hmm. Um uh, Mortal Kombat 10, not eleven, but ten was a pretty good, pretty good game. Uh Persona 5. That should make a lot of people pretty excited. People really like the Persona series and anybody who was thinking I would really like to get Persona 5, but hmm. never did. Well, hmm. now they can have it on their PlayStation 5. Uh, the Last Ratchet and Clank that came out, that's on the list. Resident Evil 7. Uh, the Last of Us Remastered, not 2. They wouldn't give that game away, <laughs> not yet. Uh, the Last Guardian. Uh, Uncharted 4, Thief's End, and Until Dawn. I think the majority of these games were PlayStation Plus games at some point in time. Um, I know Batman was... Uh, Ratchet and Clank was yeah. Um, until Dawn Detroit was. become human. Detroit was Blood Bloodborne. I Bloodborne. think was uh, Uncharted Four. I don't think was. Uh, no, I think it was recently. Really, like two months ago. Uncharted Four was two or three okay. months ago. I remember uh, Last of Us Remastered was. Yeah, but all the games mentioned I just mentioned they're they're all available to anybody who's a PS Plus uh, subscriber when the PlayStation Five comes out, and if any of those games you haven't played or want to play again or were interested in they're available to you um oh yeah another launch game that's coming out for playstation 5 is fortnite (laughs) (laughs) so of course it's gonna have it's gonna have its uh its version on the playstation 5 because they're not on apple uh, stores anymore so (laughs) they gotta be somewhere (laughs) right uh also they announced uh, devil may cry 5 special edition uh, and that'll be uh, out on launch. What about Ratchet and Clank, the new one? Is that coming out on launch? No, uh, they did. They did list um, uh, that game as a release window 
Mm. So maybe this Which, year, this point? year or next between now and March. Okay. Maybe. Um, also horizon, um, uh, forbidden West. Uh, I was surprised to find out there's going to be a PS4 version of that game. Hmm. Okay. Then so kind of interesting. Uh, so yeah, uh, this has been a really PlayStation heavy, um, conversation just because there's things to talk about. Well, you brought in the guy to talk about PlayStation. I don't do really much Xbox. Well, that's so. because, I mean, it's like, even if I did have an Xbox guy in here, there's not much to talk about Xbox. Just get, just wait. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be plenty. And I'm just like, but for any of for anybody out there who's an Xbox person, I'm not meaning to be so PlayStation dominant. It's just there's not much to talk about the Xbox right now. There's, I mean, that's the thing that that kind of hurts Xbox in this period is just the fact that they haven't given us much to get excited about since Halo 5 got delayed. Yeah. And they haven't really recovered, really. You want to know the most recent thing I'm excited about? What's that? Super Mario All-Stars 3D. Oh yeah, I just got it. I got that Friday. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I've been. I played a little bit of Mario sixty four. Yep. And really surprised by how well it played in handheld mode. Yep. Uh, just because those little analog sticks just didn't know how they were going to handle. Um, I have one annoyance with it, but what was that? The camera. The, yes, it's still old school. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the camera. Yeah. I don't like that little stick being the camera. I just I hit it by accident. I'm like, no, stop it. No, yeah. But a uh, funny story about that real quick is uh, earlier this year, I was talking to my wife. We were looking for a Mario game to play. And I was like, man, I wish Mario 64 would be on the Switch. Well. <laughs> and then, woohoo! And she's, but <laughs> at, the, at the, yeah, woohoo! At the time, she had said, yeah, that'd be fun. And I said, okay, so you, you know what this game is. You played it before. So they announced Mario 3D All-Stars. I'm like, yes, Mario 64. So I'm laying in bed playing it because it's awesome and uh she comes over and she's like oh yeah this game I'm like <laughs> yeah this is what i was talking to you about she's like yeah but i didn't understand what you're saying but now that i see it yeah i'm excited for it <laughs> i was just like what <laughs> okay yeah this All is right. what this is what i was saying when i said mario 64 yeah this All is right. what i was saying so she's excited for it i'm excited for it I'm also excited for the other two that are on there, Galaxy and Sunshine. Sunshine, yeah. I've never played Sunshine. Really? So, no. I, ne- I never had a GameCube. So, okay. I uh, I never played Sunshine. But yeah, I played Sun- Galaxy. Galaxy was good. Sunsh- Sunshine um, is widely hated and loved by many. It's the most decisive, divisive um, uh, Mario 3D Mario game out there. Because you there, there's no middle ground. There's nobody out there who says eh, it's okay. You, you you don't get that. You either have people who are like oh worst Mario game ever to what are you talking about? That that's criminally underrated game. You mm-hmm. know I'm in the criminally underrated uh, territory. But I think the reason why it's so it's so uh, uh, um, hated. Uh, well, yeah, hated. But a sore spot with people is just the fact that it didn't really have. It had a shooting shooting element with the um uh, with the backpack and stuff, and it just didn't control like a shooter. Mm. So, and I don't think they did anything to the game to actually give it twin stick controls like a normal shooter. So it'll be interesting to see how they actually translated the controls mm. uh, to the um uh, to the Joy Con. So, 
Yeah, I think that I think that was a kind of a disappointment for some people. They were hoping that the Mario 64 was going to be like a graphical upgrade with a brand new camera and it was going to be remade and oh, no. stuff and that it would be the same for the others except for the Galaxy games because they were pretty modern anyway. Yeah. But um no, Mario 64 looks very much Mario 64. Yeah, All just, the textures and everything yeah. are still I I have experienced that um certain places in the game that used to slow down and kind of chug a little bit. They don't really slow down anymore. So it runs better. I know that much. You ever watch somebody speed run that game? Oh, it's ridiculous. On Twitch. Did, I wonder if they took out all that stuff or they left it in. No, like it's probably all still Being there. able to jump through the walls and all that stuff. I'd say it's all still there. But, yeah, I mean, I guess we covered everything that right there. Like I said, it's like not much to really talk about on the Xbox side of things. Um X, uh, pre-order pre-order start September 22nd, which when I put this episode out, it should be the 22nd. Um, if not, then they've either already happened <laughs> and, we'll, <laughs> and we'll see how, um, we'll see how those go. Um, they seem to be more organized with how, uh, they're doing things. They've guaranteed that it's going to be on this day and it's going to be on this time when you can start pre-ordering. And, so we'll we'll see how many if if any sites crash for a bum rush for Xboxes. Um, we don't know how many they're actually making for launch. So they could be making just as many. They could be making more because they are they are dedicating themselves to an actual worldwide release. They're not doing a tiered release like what Sony's doing. So it'll be it'll be available November tenth for around the world, wherever it's being sold. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. But, um, you have any more thoughts? Any, any last minute things? Hopefully next time I have completed days gone and I can say, Hey, I beat days gone. <laughs> so how many weeks do you need for that? <laughs> Man, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'm so close to the end. I just haven't put the effort in to sit down and complete it. Give yeah. it the final push. Well, you've, you've been in the middle of trying to buy a house. Right. Now that you bought a house, now you're going to be in the process of moving. Yeah. And so, hmm. I'd say we'll check in with you April of next year. <laughs> <laughs> April of next year. Oh, my goodness. We'll, we'll give you a big window. <laughs> I don't deserve a PS5. <laughs> <laughs> but all right so hopefully sony's going to get their act together and they're going to get pre-order more pre-orders out there so poor tyler can get a pre-order in and yeah. so he won't hate me <laughs> then, yeah. so much yeah <laughs> i'm afraid you're going to get a hacker friend to like hack I'm, my account I'm or stewing, something change the shipping address on my on my gamestop account who said i need a friend to do that <laughs> that's true Hmm. <laughs> Change all my passwords when I'm done here. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess if that's it, that's it. So for that being said, that's what our thoughts on the next generation of consoles are. Uh, again, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, $499 for those standard editions. Xbox Series S, $299. PlayStation 5, discless digital edition is $399 and PlayStation 5 is slated for to be released on November 12th here in the US and across North America 
including South Carolina, including South Carolina. Sorry, South Carolina. And uh, on November 19th for the rest of the world. And then Xbox will be released November 10th, just two days before the PlayStation 5. And it'll be a worldwide release. So whatever console you go with, we hope you get those pre-orders that you want. And we hope you are satisfied with your consoles. And regardless of what platform you are, we wish all of you happy console gaming. And this has been the LO Gaming Podcast. And on behalf of Tyler, myself, and everybody else who's ever been on the podcast, thanks for listening. And we'll catch you next time. We're out.